This is Hiking Pod, a rambling podcast. With me, Mark Riley, on the last broadcast dog. Hello and welcome to episode six of Hike and Pod, the series finale. This is the last in the series. I had no idea I was only going to do six episodes of the first series, but um, I wasn't expecting actually to do six episodes before the end of the year. And today is the, I think the 28th of December 2019. So I did say I was going to try and get one more in and uh, as luck would have it, I've managed to do so and it's going to be a good one, I hope anyway. Um, so the, uh, the, the adventure today, is uh, I'm walking from a place called Langdon in Essex to Shoebury Ness which is right at the tip where uh, the Thames reaches the sea basically so the Thames Estuary um, so it's going to be uh, Thames Estuary reaches the North Sea I think it is I think it's the North Sea anyway so that's the plan so I it's about 19 miles ish so I've dropped the car off at um, Langdon train station and I narrowly missed the train because I was going to do it the other way around I was going to go to Shoebury Ness and then walk back but I missed the train because there was a huge queue to get a ticket and I thought oh do you know what I can't be bothered so I'm just going to do the walk and then uh, I'm going to head east for 19-20 miles and uh, get the train back to Langdon and pick up the car so and the, the, the and see what happens along the way so the adventures that we're going to have which um, at the moment <laughs> I'm just walking along I think it's a B road it's really not that exciting at all uh, and the funny thing is this section of it um, is is actually quite boring and dull because it's all inland and um, walking basically along a, a, a pavement or a sidewalk of a, a road a main road an artery which is not exactly joyous in itself but uh, as we get head towards a place well I'm, I'm hoping to make it to a place called Two Tree Island um, which on the map it looks amazing and I've driven past it on a number of occasions but I have no recollection of it whatsoever so we'll see uh, if I can actually get there if not I'll be entering the coast the so-called coast at a place called Leon Sea and um, then from Leon Sea it will be Leon Sea Westcliff South End some other place I've forgotten the name and then hopefully Shoebrinness and that is all along the well I'm going to go with what everyone every other Londoner calls it which is the coast I'm about a quarter of the way in now and I've made it to a place well I'm still in the district of Basildon which is I started off pretty much on the sort of southwest side of Basildon and now I've kind of moved quite far southeast. So I'm hoping I'm almost at the border uh, of the district of Basildon. Um, I've still really got no idea where I am. And with a couple of, um, well, one wrong turn and one kind of deciding which would be the easiest way, there's a place called Canvey Island, which is uh, it's like a few a couple of feet below sea level actually um, and it, it's kind of an island in the very sort of you know British home county sense which basically means it's attached to the mainland by a road 
and the body of water that goes under that road is like tiny but it's still not on the mainland so that's why it's an island and I was going to walk there but realised that there's only one way on and one way off of Canvey Island so I'm walking through a place called Vange I hope it's called Vange it's spelled V-A-N-G-E which is um, quite far it's quite, it's quite big I think it is anyway um, and I've noticed a lot of derelict homes there's a lot of homes empty and run down Essex is quite an affluent area I know it gets a bad rep where people think that you know everyone from Essex, Essex is kind of you know common that's actually not not true actually um, it's the same as anywhere in any county it's only that the, the kind of accent uh, for Essex is, has become more famous than its more affluent counterpart but it is you know you, there's a broad spectrum of uh, life and humanity in in Essex footnote I'm hoping anyway that it is a quarter of the way so I go through this process of um, when you measure a, an ordnance survey map you can do it with a piece of string and it tells you how far because they're quite accurate and I'm using an ordnance survey map because I've learned I'm not going to use Google Maps again but I'm using all the ordnance survey app on my phone so I've measured it and it does actually say that I'm about a quarter of the way roughly so I'm hoping that that rule of thumb pardon the pun pardon the rhyme um, actually works just as well with the app as it does with a paper map oh, I'm full of rhymes today get me it feels like I've not gone anywhere now it's about eight and a half miles into the walk and because I've walked through council estates and A roads and B roads and main roads it kind of I was kind of expecting because you know when you walk out of out of London or walk into London you see things and you see sights and there's familiar things and things that inspire you and things that encourage you along the way and unfortunately there is no such thing on this uh, this journey I kind of knew this because I've cycled it before uh, the other direction from Southend Pier back to my house which is about 44 miles and it again it wasn't an interesting cycle by far in fact it's the most boring cycle uh, trip I've ever done actually in my life um, and I'm still just under an hour away from the seafront uh, Leon Sea, which is a bit of a, a bit of. I've been walking now for two and a half hours. Uh, it's well, it says two and a half hours, and I've only done like eight miles, which seems quite slow to me for my usual pace. Because normally I would expect to be doing an, a mile every fifteen minutes, more or less. But I, I suppose I've kind of been taking my time. And I think I'm very conscious of the fact that the, the last time when I did the. Uh, episode four I think when I walked to um, Hatfield and uh, I was walking at quite a fast pace and my legs were killing me so I think I've kind of got it in the back of my mind that if I walk a little bit slower uh, I'll be able to cover more distance because my legs won't ache as much and I'm not pushing myself as hard but I'm starting to think this section I should really just pick up the pace and try and do it in as short amount of time as possible because I'm not going to get home really I suspect 
in my front door much before 10 p.m. I've spent the past hour climbing a massive hill um, which is actually quite steep and quite uh, well, high and long as it went on for, for ages so now I'm at the top of the hill uh, which I didn't realize is now Hadley or was Hadley um, as, as I've walked out and I'm walking out of Hadley I've got this amazing view of the estuary or the sea and so I can see Kent on the other side of the water and all of well Kent's lights but obviously I can see the the sit well, I can, actually I can't really see the sea because it's black because um, it's dark but there's just a little bit of uplift there that I've made it to this section which I'm I'm hoping is about halfway so if I just check my what right so that's 10.43 miles It's never about the arriving, it's never about the setting off, it's about what happens along the way. And nothing's happened along the way. I'm literally about 400 yards away from, uh, I'm hoping, Leon Sea Station. So that Leon Sea Station is right by the sea. So I'm hoping this is where, even in the dark, it's going to get a bit more interesting. Uh, now it's actually funny enough, I was listening back to um, episode five with all the wind noise from my phone and I thought about buying one of those microphones for my phone so should this happen again and I'm sure some somewhere along the line in, in uh, series two my uh, recorder is going to crap out on me or the batteries are going to die and I'm going to forget to replace them I'll end up using my phone again but at least you'll uh, have better quality like what you're hearing now uh, compared to just the uh, bog standard mic um, on my phone and the, the reason why I mentioned that, that mentioned that was I listening back I sounded so out of breath and I could hear myself going <laughs> as I was talking and I've just got kind of conscious of it now I've made it to the sea that has felt like forever um, but I can definitely see sand in fact I'm like 10 feet away so carrying on to Shoebury Ness I can see um, the pier the uh, world famous South End Pier which is in the distance you can see the lights on it um, I don't I think it's probably closed now it'll be closed um, this time of night anyway so it's not like you'd be able to walk on it and um, the sea is out so there's no crashing waves as I promised which is a bit of a shame but uh, yeah so onwards to can't remember the name next town uh, something I don't know <laughs> that, yeah that, that's a really good one isn't it it's called something so there you go we'll be arriving in something very 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 soon This is the nice part of the walk, it's very uh, serene and there's no breeze, or it's a tiny little breeze and it's, it's not even cold really, I mean it's cool air, it's not like cool air on a summer's day but it's just really nice, it's very calm 
<laughs> I knew it, I knew it. As soon as I thought, I'll say this, a train to go rolling by. <laughs> So, there you go. <laughs> so it was up until that point it was so nice and I thought oh do I ruin it by actually recording it and then a train to go on by and then I just look really silly but even so it was totally worth it alone for this one bit just to be able to walk beside the sea smell that sea air because in a minute I'm still going to be walking well I'm going to be walking along the seafront for uh, the rest of the trip but uh, it's going to get more um, commercially uh, that's a word commercially I was actually going to add another word on the end of that but I thought no commercially it's not even good English but it's more commercial once we get um, further on and you'll hear the ka-ching of um, uh, the amusement arcades and I would have thought lots of people milling about do you know what I'm just gonna give you 10 seconds of uh, serenity An interesting thought that I find myself pondering is when I was young in single figures, my mum didn't have a car. Uh, and like a lot of families actually, you know, it wasn't in back in the 1970s uh, when I was very young. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, not a lot not all families had cars not it's not like today where families have you know two or three cars now you know back then you know one in i don't know actually i was i'm, gonna, I'm guessing i'm making this up one in four might not have been as, as silly as that it might have been you know one in three families had a car but i do remember we weren't the only ones that traveled everywhere by train or bus actually for that matter or my older sister by bike the idea of going to south end was a big deal we'd go to south end on the train and it was you know a huge day out and it was you know this great distance and fast forward to the late 1980s when i was a teenager and i'm with my friends and we thought we were so cool because we all jumped in a car and drove to south end to eat fish and chips and donuts on the beach and because uh, we thought we'd covered so much distance and fast forward again to you know, my mid 40s i suppose early mid to mid 40s where i thought i was so cool because i could cycle from south end back to my house to today to this very day that i'm walking to south end i mean not from my house admittedly but even so it's it's the idea that the world is so much smaller I've never asked anybody to follow me on Twitter. I've got Twitter, which is um, at Mark A. R. Riley, or you can follow the dreadhouse.com, which I think is at Destination Midnight. Uh, either way, you can converse that way. So I, I've i just done this thing on my website, on the, the lastbroadcast.org, uh, which is where these are housed if you're not if you're only downloading these from my tunes then you won't know that about that website but that's that's the home of the hike and pod um, episodes and i've just one of my latest posts although i haven't updated my blog i've only updated the front page the index um for wholeheartedly believe that goal setting should be a very very fluid idea i don't think you need to wait 
for New Year's Eve or you know two days before New Year's Eve to actually consider changing your goals I think you know you're quite within your rights to change them like you know two days later and go actually I don't want to do that I want to do something else or you know three months down the line if it's not working out you know you can change it and set new ones or you know halfway through the year you just go right I've got new goals I mean that's that's a standard isn't it so I think rather than fall into that concept of tradition that a new year's resolution is is set in stone and then you're a great failure if you don't you know you, you don't fulfill those um the only reason why i've kind of taken it seriously is because for the first time in my life last year i set myself some goals and i smacked them it's, it's not because i think new year's res- there's any validity in new year's resolutions i've set myself 10 new uh, well, I don't know if they're new. I think they're kind of ongoing, but kind of just to reiterate what they are. So I'm starting off with January, uh, not just not eating meat, because I'm going to keep that going now, because I'm just not fussed about meat anymore. It's not because I think it's cruel. Um, just for January, become a vegan. Now, not I don't... I mean, admittedly, dairy bloats me <laughs> and as, as a middle-aged man you know um it kind of bothers me that, that, that if i do eat dairy i have a bit of a belly all right again i get really self-conscious about it right especially after i work and train so hard right and um, that that bothers me so um i was kind of like how can i how can i get rid of that how can i stop that from happening because i know the moment i have like a cup of coffee and put some milk in it and then you know like have a yogurt or some ice cream or something like that and it's just like i look down at my belly and i think how how you're like you know well like within the weight that you should be and but you still like you know yeah so i thought right let's give that a go and actually it's not it isn't just that because i think i've been a bit hard on myself and i'm kind of doing that for um comedic value really if i'm honest but um my 10 right are uh, run ha- a half marathon cycle 100 miles swim better which is kind of really just actually training so i could do a triathlon really because at the moment that's the one thing that lets me down with a triathlon is my swimming is terrible i can swim leisurely but two lengths and i'm exhausted it kind of defeats the object um double my miles from strava as i mentioned in episode five i only did like 1600 so i'm going to double that to at least 3000 miles in the year that's what i feel it should be um did a gig recently as you may have seen on twitter as a dj really enjoyed that so i'd quite like to do some more djing and i may do that actually um i'm currently doing the linux course which i've been learning linux at home i've signed up for this course which i've paid for and it's been sitting there i've been doing like learning my own stuff as i go along but i haven't actually started the course so that's one of the other thing uh, the next one number seven is to be more efficient with the raspberry pi um i only did two camping sessions last year was it three anyway it wasn't enough so camp more so i've put at least camp four times uh, number nine is to um collaborate hike and pod with anyone and then finally is to expand my channel, which I suppose is really just expand the channel that is the last broadcaster org and the, the, the or uh, destination midnight the dreadhouse.com and the two the two podcasts that go with that. So I suppose really as a footnote, number eleven would be do more um, of the Halloween podcasts. But uh, yeah, I want to know what what are, you, what are your plans? What are your goals? <laughs> So great news, I just went into the arcade and 
there was what I go on there's one particular machine that I go on normally um, in any arcade and it's the same machine everywhere basically and you can only like use 10p ago it didn't look quite like it was working I wasn't paying much attention and uh, they had three dollar bill signs lined up um, so it looked like someone had won so I thought mm, I'm a bit of an idiot for doing that because I think the machine's just paid out but anyway I thought I'd give it a go press the button and it wasn't spinning and I was thinking oh and then it said you've just won a pound so I was thinking oh really okay so I pressed it again and it says you've won two pounds and I looked up and realized that the machine had sent me on the game above and it just kept winning and winning and winning and so like I'd only put a pound in and I got 21 pounds back out so it's like wow I've just won 20 quid for doing nothing so which is great because that means that's paid for everything today so this whole trip has cost me nothing. So the, um, the, the train station that I couldn't remember, or the town that I couldn't remember the name and called it something, was called Chalkwell. So uh, from the seafront it goes Leon Sea, Chalkwell, West Cliff, I think Thorpe Bay, which is the one that I'm in now, um, and then Shoebury Ness, which is the one that I'm coming up to, because uh, I keep thinking that it's further than it actually is, and the lights that I'm looking at, which I thought was like the end of the southeast, uh, or the edge of the southeast rather, is actually a ship out to sea. So, um, according to my OS map, I'm actually not that far. So that's good. So I've come to the end of the journey. I'm about 10 minutes away from the station. I'm in, uh, right, I'm now in Shoebury Ness. And it's, uh, I'm in the really nice posh part. It's dead, there's nobody about. They're all in their houses, enjoying their Saturday evenings. Or the Saturday evening, rather, I don't think there's a plural on that. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I am not as tired as I thought I would be. I don't know how long, uh, how many miles in total. I'm sure I'll, I'll boast about it afterwards. Um, so I think in the, in the penultimate episode five, I did the big thank you and uh, I did all of that. So I don't need to do that again. Um, and, and I'm not going to either. Uh, so I think uh, if you want the thank yous and, then, and you haven't listened to five, go, go and have a listen and you can hear all of that. But uh, I am grateful that you've, you've, you've tuned and you followed. Um, and we have come to the end, the end of the journey, the end of the series. Uh, and, the, and the end of the country, actually, more or less, in one way or another. Um, so... I think it's time to sign off now because I need to concentrate on where I am and I really would love to be on time for the train and uh, not miss this one. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Um, I hope it's inspired you to get out, uh, even if it is cold. But there's lots to see, even where you are, I guarantee it. Because um, it doesn't matter if you're Justin in Montana or Chris in Anchorage or Damien in Enfield. If you get out and you have a look, there's loads of stuff to do and there's loads of places to see. So uh, for me, my family, 
happy new year thank you for tuning in to the season and i will see you next time